the Two Gays, One Topic podcast is partnering with Strix.com, uh, one of the leading men's skincare brands in the country, to bring you guys uh, some pretty decent discounts on some of their products. They have some really nice things like a brow and beard gel comb, uh, some cleansers, um, tinted moisturizers, which if you have a lot of hyperpigmentation like myself, um, it's really, really nice. So I've been out here glowing. Um, so if you guys want to um, take advantage of that deal, head on over to Strix.com, S-T-R-Y-X.com, and use our code 2GAYS at checkout. Um, you'll get 15% off of your entire order. So again, that's Strix.com, S-T-R-Y-X, and use code 2GAYS at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Two Gays, One Topic podcast, where we talk about a whole bunch of different shit from our perspectives as two gay men in America. Um, I am one of your hosts, Funny Valentine. I, I guess I'm the other host, maybe. How you, how you going to guess that you're the other host? What? I did what you did last week and almost forgot my name. <laughs> so <laughs> we're just going to let's continue on with this. <laughs> I feel so attacked right now. Are See you? what I have to deal with, Evan. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, this week's topic is social media. And we have a very, very, very special guest here. Um, actor, producer, voiceover artist, um, bodybuilder, and TikTok fucking the thirst trap thing. expert, Evan Ensler. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Bodybuilders are stretch, but let's go for it. Yeah, hi guys. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, if you go to his Instagram, which we will definitely tag at the end of this, you'll see what I'm talking about. But, yeah, it goes okay. <laughs> no, but thank you so much, Evan, for coming. Um, I'm a huge fan of you and Thanks. your work, especially on TikTok. Um, so, <laughs> well, thank you for asking me. I appreciate it. Yes. Yeah, of course. Um, for those of you, or for the people that don't know you, um, aside from everything I just said, uh, is there anything else uh, you want to tell the people about yourself? Uh, well, I mean, I'm gonna, finishing up. I went into bodybuilding. Uh, I went into personal <laughs> training, um, and I left hey. uh, being a beverage director, which is what I've been doing for the past several years. So I'm kind of transitioning right now from beverage direction to personal training. Um, fitness was just, like, giving me a lot more out of life than making up cocktails and tasting wine things like that so yeah. a, a recent yeah. shift in my reality which has been extremely fulfilling yes excellent yeah you found you found what you wanted to do or at least the thing that's like hitting right now yeah it was kind of like because i didn't ever have the intention of going into beverage i just drank a lot and i knew what um, people <laughs> liked and i was like right. oh, okay this is fun and i did it for a while and it was cool um and it was still satisfying this last round to kind of like create a whole new program which post covid was especially you know full of energy because people want to see new things they want to experience life they want to get back to you know exciting energy and it was kind of cool to like look at it from that perspective and be like this is going to be something new and hip so we did a whole new uh set of like ingredients you know, we just oh, really wow. mixed it up this time we took big risks and it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool, but it definitely felt like the final curtain. Like I don't think I want to do that again. That was it. That that was done. That's done. That's done. I'll I'll help them over the summer with the new guy that's going to be doing it. Um, and uh, it'll be a you know an even transition. I won't just abandon them. But um, it was cool for what it was. But I'm definitely much more inspired by going to the gym and helping people you know look better or feel better, like whatever. So it's um definitely like a new challenge, which I'm excited about. No, I love personal trainers. I've, I just talked with my personal trainer after, like, not talking to him for about a year. And I was like, uh, I'm trying to do stuff with you again immediately. <laughs> so, immediately about working out or? Yeah, working out. Whoa. <laughs> Hold on. I'm just trying to make Hold sure. Hold uh, You know we got to watch you sometimes. I Listen, he is straight. Uh, okay. That, that has what? not stopped you before. That, <laughs> wow. Anyway, that's crazy. When we were Not young, five minutes. when we were young, that was a problem for all of us. Okay, we were just figuring things out. But. Oh, you know, you know. <laughs> when you put it that way, you're right. Let me just text him real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! No, no, no. Yeah, 
we're back to working out with them. Back to working out with them. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, so since we're, what is this topic? Social media. I, <laughs> we, <laughs> wow. I, y'all, this, we were just talking about it before the intro. Like, this is like the ninth episode that I don't have notes. So here we are. Um, you, uh, so I guess like from an actor's perspective, Evan, how has uh, social media kind of influenced the way that like you use it in order to kind of like further yourself in that part of your career? Well, social media and I, <clears throat> we had a fickle relationship for a really long time. It wasn't something I really wanted to do. Like, Instagram was around, and I really pushed against it because it seemed like it was a job. Like, it seemed like it was something you had to maintain, and it was going to be like this other thing this other thing to add to the list of things that had to be done constantly, and the maintenance of it just wasn't something that interested me. Um, but with... Instagram specifically, what ended up happening was, you know, people started socializing on there a lot more. And it became kind of like the base of like how a lot of my friends were communicating with each other or referencing things in their lives. And it was kind of like this check-in. And so when I went into it, it was more like, let me participate in the world now. You know, like this is where people are DMing each other. I need to understand these memes. Like, I don't know what any of this stuff (laughs) is. Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. And um, so when I went into it, it was more just to kind of like, engage more with like what the world was and then what ended up happening was when i started hitting the gym really really hard i did decide to try to utilize it for my career they you go to these like workshops as an actor and they tell you you got to do all these things and social media was one of them you have to have a social media following um agents want to see you know what kind of fan base you have and all those kinds of things um when they're considering you know working with you and so I decided, okay, I will try and do this. Um, and TikTok specifically was kind of the thing that put real energy into it because TikTok had a different algorithm than Instagram. I mean, you can just dump on Instagram forever and it's really hard mm-hmm. for it to get any traction where TikTok gives you more opportunity to kind of like actually get out there. You know, they'll show it to people that maybe wouldn't see your things initially and so you at least have the opportunity on TikTok. And then there was a big bleed from TikTok into Instagram. Um, if something's successful on TikTok, it helps my Instagram. And uh, I am hoping that it does lead to uh, opportunities for you know work in my field. And I think there's been some things where they've been a little connected already. Um, but I just did. St- I d- really did start to enjoy it, and that was a tra- that was a change for me. Was I was like, I actually like doing this, and this is really fun. Um, so that I'm grateful for because in the beginning, my point of view was like, this is going to be a pain in the ass. You know, like this, this is going to be job. something I have to wake up and think about every day. And now, if I just keep it in the category as fun, it kind of takes care of itself. Oh, yeah, that does uh, make and sense. I can speak for myself here. I am enjoying what you're posting. Um, so if you see me under Evan's comments, mind your business. <laughs> like, Y'all, you're crazy. <laughs> I'm I just can't. saying. Well, I appreciate that. Thanks. I uh, I like to throw a wide net in some of my TikToks um, and see kind of like what goes. Because I, I, I don't want to be too pigeonholed on TikTok, but they do keep track of like what kind of content you put out. And that seems to be what they really push for you. It's hard for them to like let you rebrand as you go, but. It's an experiment, and it, it's exciting to see, you know, what works and what doesn't. Yeah, for sure. Um, kind of speaking a little bit more on your acting, uh, what, like, genres are you, have you auditioned for that, or, uh, I guess, what did you want to get into? Like, comedy, horror, like, things along those lines. So, I did, I went to school for theater specifically, but I moved to L.A. because I knew I wanted to do, like, TV and film. Um, mm-hmm. And then I didn't really start auditioning for that until I actually moved to New York City. I moved here with uh, a show about Columbine. So I moved with an off-Broadway show and it was really dark. It was really heavy. (laughs) It was was a really great show. I did it for two years. It's very depressing. Um, But it, it, that show really was kind of like, wow, like this is what it's like to be an actor. And after that was done, I was like, I want to keep it lighthearted. This was a little intense for so long. And I went into like commercial, you know, commercials and then voiceover started to become a big thing for me. And now of days, I like 
TV. TV is the medium I like to watch. Like TV is what I love. I love half hour sitcoms with like female driven driven comedy, like Kristen Wiig. Any these women from SNL, like Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, like that's my yes. jam. I just love that stuff. That stuff's the stuff that really gets me laughing. Um, so I, I would really like my career to really be central around TV. But if my agent calls me, I'm auditioning. I don't care where we're going or what we're doing, you know, like I'm open, you know, but what, where, whatever it is, um, I, I do really kind of like sit in um, TV. And the voiceover game is still cool. I have an audition after this for um, Transformers. Um, I've auditioned for Transformers several times. I came really close once. Uh, it was between me and somebody else, um, but I haven't wow. quite landed it. And I would love to get a Transformers voice because I think it would just be so cool for my cousins, to, my little cousins to like, be like, wow, that's him. You know, I think that would be really sweet. So yes. here's hoping. Oh my God. Yeah. One of them will. All the energy. All the energy. All the energy. That. All of it. All that. For sure. Wow. That's wow. Okay. <laughs> like, like I'm like I'm like blown like uh I did like a school play. Like <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say I did like fame and Susical, but I actually quit like five oh, minutes no. into Susical. Why is that? Well, cause they gave me the fucking the part of the fish. Uh. Like one of the little extra fish things. And I outsung every other tenor in that fucking audition. Mm -hmm. So no. You you seem so upset that. about that. I'm still upset about it. That was like senior year of high school. I'll never let it go. You need to write this out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but fame was cool because we uh, that was my first um, show choir type thing. Uh -huh. And singing and dancing at the same time is a lot more difficult than I thought it was going to be. Mm. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, you did show choir in high school? I So I did choir for... I don't know why I started senior year of high school, like never had sung before, never did anything like that. But um, I'm naturally like, I, I mean, relatively musically inclined. Uh, so it was pretty easy for me to pick it up. Um, and for that second semester, we had this, um, we did show choir as part of like just us getting more experience um, in the choir world. Mm. And we did a portion of fame, like our little rendition of it. Uh, but yeah, I only did chorus literally just senior year of high school. Um, went to, on to do uh, men's choir in college, but that was about it. Uh, I haven't really done anything with music in a long time since that, actually. I did choir. Show choir was kind of like what really pushed me into like wanting to be an actor. I can't sing, though. Um, and so it oh. was, it was I, when I auditioned for show choir in high school, he had me seeing somewhere over the rainbow, like 50 times. I mean, he just kept putting me through it and he was riddled with disappointment and, but you know, they needed guys and I could dance pretty well. And, um, I, uh, I just kept singing that song and he finally was like, all right, well, I guess it's going to be all right. And the thing was in the end, I could kind of harmonize with the group, um, and it's like when people are singing, I can kind of catch the tone, but I can't, I can't match pitch off of uh, instruments. And so singing was something I never really uh, pursued after high school. Like I think in, in the acting conservatory I went to, I think maybe two of us got a C in singing while everybody else got a B or an A. And there was two of us that they gave a C. And I was like, yeah, this is not... This is not something I need to pursue. Um, so it wasn't um, anything that I, I kept up with after that. But, you know, so no musical theater for me. Uh, and that's totally fine. It's one thing I don't have to, you know, pursue at the same time as every other medium in this industry, which is really expected of most actors. You just have to be able to do it all. All of it. Yeah, I, I obviously have... I'm not an actor, so I never knew that, but I felt like I kind of had that in the back of my head, like for actors and like, how do they, do they expect these people to be able to do all of these things? Like how, how can they even keep up? Like how, how do you even get to like a Scarlett Johansson or like a Chris Evans level where you're at, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's crazy to me. Well, I think like, I think for specifically musical theater kids, I think they can definitely like follow their niche. Cause it's like, this is what I am. I'm an actor, dancer, singer, you know, it's so, like they really go for the musical theater. Like I have an audition for theater 
Ooh, I don't even know when the last time I auditioned for theater was. Like it was <clears throat> maybe three years ago. Um, mm. And I'll do a play. You know, it's like if a play comes along that really I think is a very good show, I'll take the time to do that. Because part of it is that theater takes a lot more time than booking a TV role. You know, you book a TV role and it's like you go in, you audition, and you film for one day. It's over. Theater is weeks and weeks and weeks of rehearsal. So part of what was my decision in leaving theater um, and going into, you know, commercial TV voiceover was surviving New York City. You know, I have to work a full-time job. I don't have, you know, any type of uh, financial support outside of my own ambition. And so trying to pursue acting and also pay the bills and survive has been a real balancing act. I mean, keeping my, like, yeah. mental check in health um that that's been really funny that's been really really weird but um it's uh it, it is expected that you'll go to kind of any audition i stopped going to dance calls in new york in la i would do dance calls and then i moved to new york and it was like no i told my agent i was like we're not this is so pointless <laughs> i can't get through the first <laughs> round like these people are insane here they've been dancing since they were three you know, it wasn't anything that I was like competitive at all in. And so if someone needs me to dance, I'm like, yeah, you can play some Britney. I'll break it down for you. But like outside <laughs> of that, like, oh let's God. don't let's not get too technical because I'm not going to be able to pull that out. But, you know, <laughs> it depends on where you're at. If someone asks me to do something, I'm going to say, yeah, sure. You got it. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's let's uh, let's let's do the waltz. Let's do it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can only think about that. I can't dance at all. So that's what's I mean, not happening. When certain songs come on, you do be throwing ass, though, low key. Uh, <sighs> uh, no, never. Mm. Where are oh. the seats at? No video? No. Oh, it's you're lucky no I don't have stories. receipts. This time. Like, nah, none of that. You're lucky I don't have receipts this time. Are you not dancing on TikTok? No, I haven't. See, I thought about dancing on TikTok. I really wanted to. I really, really wanted to at one point, but I was like, "There's no way. I'm, there's no way I can Dude, do that." Bear TikTok would love Mayfield Evan. Oh, oh yeah. God. No, they would not. <laughs> yes, they would. <laughs> Bear TikTok would be obsessed with Mayfield. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what do you mean? Yes. Yes. Do uh, you need to do that little red light challenge? I'm telling you. <laughs> See, I was gonna do that. I honestly was, but you like. I feel like you gotta go to Snapchat and then do some filter thing. And you know what? That's just too complicated. Okay, Evan's version of that. I actually died. Like I died and came back. And I cheated on mine. I didn't use because I don't have Snapchat, so I didn't use the filter. But I have like lighting, um, lighting for oh. whatever. So I just oh, changed I to just put a that. red light and. Put a red light in the room, but it's like you got to finagle it to make it look because TikTok, you know, you got to follow the rules and the trend. If you don't follow the rules of the trend, it's not going to pick up because, you know, they're not yeah. the, the most re the one I did the other day with the, the back arching, you know, the back arching in and out. I, I didn't yeah, do it right. And mm. some guy put emojis like emojis in my comments like that were expressing it was a fly. I guess there's a fly emoji that has an arched back and then a non-arched back. Oh and he was God. like, you look like a snake. It's not a snake move. You have to do it like this. And then it was a series of the fly emojis doing the arched back, non-arched back. And I was like, thank you for the visual aid. Uh, I appreciate it. Like, I am aware that mine was not the same, but that's the thing with TikTok is it's like, sometimes you can't do it. You just gotta kind of do your own version of it. And also I've actually found it to be better to not do the exact thing unless you can actually do the exact thing to actually do kind of your own twisted creative version of it because I think that's a little bit more entertaining versus watching the exact same move over and over again unless you're exceptional. If you're exceptional at doing what that trend is then it's like great. Otherwise putting a little twist on it kind of makes it your own and I think is one of the things that gives me a little bit more traction on some of the videos that you know maybe aren't exactly on on the trend like my yeah. first big video was the one with the you know the babies and the water bottles where they squeeze the water bottle and the baby yes, yes. I don't have a baby I don't have a baby <laughs> so I have to make my own version 
of this, you know? And then it's like, so, so I would listen to the sound and think, well, what does the sound make me think of without the baby? And I thought of hot water, you know? So then it was, okay, I'm gonna be getting in a hot bath and we're gonna cool down this hot bath with some frozen burritos. And then we're gonna eat the burritos in the bath. And it was super stupid. It was a ridiculous <laughs> video, but TikTok seemed to like it. And there it went, you know? And so my own kind of vision for a trend sometimes can pay out better than the exact trend as it is. But they will tell you that if it's wrong, they will tell you that it's wrong oh, over and over again. Those comment sections are real in TikTok. Oh. They are vicious. They I, are. I, I saw a video. Um, I don't remember what the girl said. It was something crazy. She's like, y'all are mad at me because I had a preference. And she's trying to say preference. And somebody in the comments was like, well, somebody in the comments was like, well, at least she's being Pacific. And I was like, wait, I can't. No. I delete my whole TikTok. I would be too. I'm done. Uh, no, but like all what Evan just said, like having to follow the trend or not and try to like play that game. That's why I miss Vine so much because there wasn't any of this trend shit. It was just people you had to genuinely be funny because you only had six seconds to start out. Mm. Um, and it just I don't know. I just like the vibe of Vine better. Like there are still Vine compilations out there that are legendary. I was just talking to my coworkers about this yesterday about that one Vine the uh the daddy chill vibe <laughs> he was like what the hell is yeah. even that that is iconic <laughs> hilarious that makes me laugh every time every time that video is hilarious <laughs> it really is daddy chill daddy chill, daddy chill. <laughs> it's so smooth too and when i first saw it i was like what <laughs> it is genius i need to use my ringtone a message now oh my god <laughs> what was that other vine? Oh, that girl trying to, um, the Indian girl, and it was like, why is this one spelled Kansas, but this one Arkansas? America, explain. Yeah. Like, that shit <laughs> kills me every time. You don't get that shit anymore. No. Uh, it's uh, all on brand now. It's all marketing, you know? <clears throat> it's different. Yeah, exactly. It's different, but it's, it's big. I mean, TikTok. TikTok is big. TikTok is huge, so I guess it worked, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it's huge. It's super huge now. Like, I didn't expect TikTok to go as big as it's been. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess the, you know, the pandemic obviously helped that. But, like, TikTok is crazy huge now. Didn't Vine try to make their own? I think I tried that for a sec. Vine was like, no, wait, this is our version of TikTok. What was that called? Really? Yeah, no. Yeah, you're not wrong. I, I did just remember. try. Oh, I tried a few of them. I tried a few of them. Um because what I realized was like, you know, I have a I have a modest following on TikTok, but what's happened is people who have uh, created their own versions have been reaching out to me and then like offering for me to come in onto the platform as a quote unquote influencer, and then they'll pay me to post videos and go live. But when all of these different things, it's all really heavy live streaming. It's all they want. 30 hours yeah. a month of live streaming for oh you to God. do it. And the live thing, I mean, I still, I think live is so awkward. I'm like, this is the weirdest, like watching them, <laughs> watching them is awkward. I've tried to do a couple and a couple of them were all right. But it's like, you really need to have something going on. And that's not, I guess live is like, we just play a jukebox, maybe drink tequila. And then people watch us do that. It seems to kind of be like what live is have you seen successful live like have you been engaged with live um on instagram was, or anywhere on, like i on, so on instagram i did see some successful lives okay but i feel like it was like catered to oh wow this guy's in the shower but not showing anything and stuff like that well, that's you know, that's you know so obviously yeah. you yeah. know so but so like in general ones where they're like sitting down a couple times but it's like it, they weren't really doing anything. And that's like, why I, I don't one understand. One guy, he would draw. Yeah. He would, like, draw and, like, show people what he's drawing and then just, like, continue talking about whatever the topic was. Mm. Um, I mean, going live to me is kind of like, um, well, I guess 
it's like kind of like streaming on Twitch for like games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm more used to that. I'm mm-hmm. used to like doing something and someone's watching for a reason. So to live without just kind of doing it, I don't really know what to do. I like on on Growler when Growler introduced live, like I didn't know what to do if I like went live by myself. Yeah, I would like to sit there and be like, "Oh, hey, I'm here." Um, that's why we were the iconic duo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I would just go live with you. So then we were just talking. So if people wanted to like join in the conversation, they can do that. So I guess you can do that on Instagram. So you guys do live. You guys do live, but you do it like with a topic. The two of you. Uh, not per se. We we basically during the pandemic, uh, decided to go live together. Hmm. Like on Growler, just because we're like, oh yeah, let's just do this. Okay. But yeah. we but we would just be talking about we'd be like like what we're doing now, kind of just having conversations, and then like people would join in and they would say something, and then we would start on that, you know. But we kind of harp on things all the time. There was that time we did play Never Have I Ever on Growler, yeah, Live, and we're drunk as fuck because <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes indeed, um, yes we were. What was the topic? Um, uh, oh, it, it was sex. No, I think about oh, it. I mean, it's on Growler. That's what I'm wondering about. Like, what is this Growler live? It seems like live okay. stream porn is what I would imagine. So, that would be, so, so, like... so, okay, 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 I got you. So, <laughs> I'm like, are you live streaming porn on Growler now? I mean, very no, modern, no, you're, very you're, modern. You're not... <laughs> no, you're not. So, the thing about it is that you're not allowed to do anything like that on Growler. So okay. there are people who just go live all the time and just talk to their followers okay. because anyone that has you favorited sees you, sees you when you go live pretty much. So, um, I don't know. they be kind of selective with them guidelines, low key. Uh, yeah. You know, I got banned like four times and yep. I promise you I've done nothing crazy, mm. nothing, nothing wild. I, I, I put it on my dog. I've done, <laughs> done nothing crazy on Growler Live, but there was a guy... There was a guy on there who just slept. That's all he did. <laughs> it's he, a fetish. And, People are into it, you know? Into you can get into anything. People can get into anything, probably. But he's, you I'm know, so he's asleep. It's so hot. He's so high. He's asleep. <laughs> he's not talking. He's quiet. Oh, he's man. so into this. I wonder if he's dead or not. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. Morbidity, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> full spectrum here. People... You know. Oh my God! All kinds of people in the world. You gotta love them all. You gotta love them all. I there. I love them all, but I question on what. <laughs> I gotta question them all as well. Uh, I don't think live on live on growlers, whatever. Live on Insta is kind of just the same way. I feel like I just people talking. They invite someone in, and then, but I never watch them. I never watch them. That's the thing is, I'm like, I'm like, not engaged by this. Right. I don't know like, what that why? is. I didn't know that Growler had it. I am a little curious about this. I'm like, I didn't you realize should, Growler was... You should go look, but it's terrible now. They added, like, features that are uh, very weird. Like, like filters? They... No. So, like, okay. So, when we started using it, there was no, like... Like, it was just you go live, and that's it. So, now there's, like, diamonds. So, people can gift like you, currency. like, stickers and stuff like that. And if you get enough diamonds, you can turn the diamonds into real-life money. Yeah, but it's TikTok an obscene amount. Yeah. Right. But it's yeah, so the same same shit as that. But they added a date feature. A date so, feature. Yeah. So there's two yeah. things. There's a battle and there's a date feature. And the battle thing is basically you go into a room with somebody else who's like trying to use the battle feature, and for three minutes you basically try to get more diamonds than the other person. By <laughs> doing what? Juggling? D- whatever. Anything. There's nothing. Anything. Oh. Okay. It's like a big ass like popularity contest. People swinging their dicks around, basically. Not not literally. Not, not, liter- happen, not literally. But not literally, <laughs> which is what would actually garner some diamonds for these people. Right. You know, exactly. That would actually exactly. produce diamonds, huh? But it doesn't. And then there's the date me thing. So if you go and say you're dating someone, you'll get put in like a three or four minute date with somebody. Oh. That everyone else can see. Yeah, oh. which is like. Oh, that's exciting though. <laughs> that's kind of cool. It's like rapid, <laughs> rapid reality TV. You know, like here we go. Is the Bachelor honest, five yeah. minutes? Ooh, if you stream. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Or Brit. That's actually on topic. That's crazy. That's actually. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of an interesting idea. Yeah. To be honest, if you streamed it or like you captured it and then you. <laughs> that would actually be kind of funny if you edited all the stuff like you went on like it's just I'm gonna date like five people on Growl Live yeah. and then just like recorded it and just whatever the reactions were. No, I mean that could be actually pretty yeah. epic to see like a bunch of 
I mean, especially like bad dates, you know, like a bunch of dates just go down in flames over and over and over <laughs> yeah. again. That would be like really exciting. You know? uh, well, there's some, some content ideas. Today's failures. <laughs> <laughs> that is good content idea. That actually is pretty good. Yeah, that is actually a really good content Speed idea. dating in the modern age. <clears throat> That's cool. Gosh. Ugh. Okay, Growler coming in with ideas. I didn't know that they... I didn't know they had so many ideas. I thought it was kind they of they got a... bought by uh, straight people. Oh, and, you know, like <laughs> and they Grindr own and Scruff yeah. and all that. Oh, they do. Well, Scruff, Scruff is owned by is the last one owned by gay people. But oh, Gra- Scr- yeah. Oh. So Scruff is st- surprisingly, surprisingly, you know, because everything else is like owned by completely different people. Grinders owned by like a Chinese gaming company. What the fuck? Which is, <laughs> which is why so if weird. you get gaming ads, it's because of that. Uh-huh. And um, Growler is owned by some people who own, like, Meet Me or something. Oh, I used to be. Oof. I was, oh, I was out here. well, <laughs> okay. Well, they own Growler now, which is apparently why it has the same features huh. as that. So, like, all those people apparently came over to Growler. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, too much. <laughs> too much. <laughs> I mean, I guess you just have to bend with the times. I mean, they want to stay relevant, too, you know. I mean, they do kind of pretty right. much serve their base purpose, you know. But it's uh, – you got to stay competitive, I guess. I just didn't realize that that was a thing. Live streaming yeah. on Growler. Followers. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's kind of wild. I feel like I'm not doing it enough now. Well, I mean <laughs> – <laughs> I mean, now you know. <laughs> I guess I have to work it, harder. <laughs> I, I, this, you could be so casual with streaming, though. You could be like, hey, I'm just sitting here, guys. Yeah. Hello. And that's kind of like what it is. And that's what I've done. And I'm like, I don't find this fulfilling. I don't know what we're doing here. And then it's also, so because I'm an actor and I have a lot of my information out there, it's not hard to find me. And that was one of the things too with live streaming was that I would then, some of my like personal stuff would be like infiltrated by people that had like seen me in live. And I was like, this is a little... This is a little oh much, God. you know, like I don't, uh, I have to like block several people in WhatsApp after I've done the live streams. And I'm like, this is kind of odd. Oh, wow. My mother's like, my mother's really afraid that it's dangerous. I'm like, well, I don't think there's really much I can do about it. You know, if I'm pursuing acting and all of my profiles are public on social media, you know, it's not going to be hard to figure out where I am and what I'm doing, you know, so it's kind of like the risk you take with it. But with the live streaming, yeah. it did seem to create more of like a um, direct connection. And that's probably like the purpose of like the live stream is it's like you can engage with people that are um, involved in your content, which is cool. It's just that right. I don't know. For me, I also like when I'm going to post something to take the time, you know, to post it and to like think about what it is. So maybe more of like a controlled situation versus like just willy nilly anything that's kind of going out not to say that all of my tiktoks are epic or every instagram photo photo is you know the best one but i do want to know kind of like what it is that's being put out there what what they're gonna what they're gonna take in yeah what they're gonna take in and there's definitely a certain openness to the live streaming thing and i would like to get better because i do think that there's something there that can be done but Maybe I'll have to try it on Growler and see what that vibe is and then bring that back to TikTok, you know? Maybe they've got some I feel like that, positive energy. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like starting on Growler would be a really good idea for you because that uh, app has clientele that would <laughs> that favors you. <laughs> um, so even if you don't do oh. anything at all, they're gonna be like, Oh my god. Like, oh my god. I love Hi, that you're just sitting I love you? that you're just breathing. You're just breathing. I love that you're breathing like that. I love your beats per minute. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> That's uh, but no. Uh, <laughs> and like kind of um going on Growler Live with other people, like if you make a connection that way. Shit, you could go up there with me or Mayfield and it would probably Easy. be Yeah. yeah it, you'd Easy. be you'd be in there. Huh. Um, Very yeah, cool. I think that's a really good idea. All right, I'll check it out. Yes. Um, kind of off topic, not social media related, but Evans, um, since you know you said you're an, obviously an actor and that a lot of your um, information is out there public on your profiles, has that ever caused any weird situations, like as far as like dating or friendships, because all of your information is out there for the most part? Um. Well, weird. Without getting too personal. Well, no, no. So weird to me is. The questions that people kind of just ask, like right out the gate, um, that has always kind of been like, I definitely have a TikTok brewing with like my most interesting DMs. Like that's definitely coming because there's a, there's a couple 
There's a couple people <laughs> on TikTok that they do their DMs, and it's so ridiculous, like the things that people like approach you with. But my my de my definitive favorite is when someone asks me if I'm gay. They don't say anything. I, I get tons of messages that just say, "Are you gay?" And it's the letter R, the letter U, and then gay. And I I don't understand that one because I'm like, yes, yes, and so many yeses. I feel like it's extremely obvious. I mean, almost everything I've hashtagged ever says gay in it. So a little more, you know, reconnaissance on the other end would really easily answer your question. And if that's an opening question, that's another thing that I don't quite understand. Um, weird things outside of that. Okay, I guess what's kind of weird is like in my job that I've been at for, because I've been in this restaurant for almost 10 years now. And oh my God. Um, I'm, you know, extremely familiar with the neighborhood, you know, and a lot of that neighborhood follows my social media. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and that's awkward. That gets weird because then I'll, you know, I'll post some thoughty picture and then I have like my guests commenting and pulling up their phone and showing me that like while I'm at work. And that's weird um, because it's like, Ooh. yep, that's me without my clothes on. Hey, <laughs> what do you, what do you want to drink today? Um, <laughs> you know, you thirsty. Um, you seem, uh, yeah. you seem thirsty. Um, the, um, <laughs> but it hasn't made anything like overtly dangerous or, um, anything that was like an awkward, you know, relationship. Some of the stuff with family, um, has been a bit of a shift, you know, like I, I really did try to be more conservative for a long time with like how I presented myself and like what kind of actor I wanted to be. Um, but then I, um, I really shifted my mindset and I was like, I'm going to be gay as hell. I'm going to be gay as hell. I'm going to lead yes. with this. We're going to we're going to put this out there to its like nth degree. Like and it was a lot of it was like had to do with like my own internalized homophobia and things that I had, you know, really been ingrained growing up that were still trying to break apart and the posts that I would put into Instagram or TikTok now, it was an adjustment for family. You know, like and a lot of that was just on me. You know, I've had a lot of support from some aunts and uncles that has been really weird. You know, like, your TikTok's so funny. And I'm like, I can't believe you're watching that in your home. But thank you. <laughs> you know, like, I would have just assumed I would have been blocked by a lot of the family at this point. And that's not been the case. I've, they've been very supportive. And uh, it's it's still a little interesting, you know, discussing it with the family. But um, it's good we're figuring it out and it's going to be fine. And part of that was yeah. that I had written, I wrote a, a pilot and I read it with the family. Like we did a table read and it has to do with us. And I was like, listen, everybody, we're going to put our, you know, I had kind of asked for some permission about like, can we do this as a family and put some of our stuff, some of our, you know, storylines out there. I'm going to fictionalize it but it's going to be kind of relating to like the things that we've been through. And then we all read it as a family and the amount of times, like yeah. I say, daddy in that script is heavy, you know, and my mom's there, my brothers are reading it, you know, and like those kinds of things were like a little, you know, tense. It was a little tense, a little uncomfortable. Um, but I've really tried to like lead with like a sex positive, um, you know, I am who I am. I'm not somebody who's been, you know, extremely well behaved. And mm -hmm. I accept that about myself, you know, so putting myself out there in a raw way, I think is much more honest and truthful. And the way I'd rather present myself than some totally, you know, conceptualized version of just what I think people want. Uh, wow, very, very well said. That's wow. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Like, that's that's pretty much how I feel about it too. I feel like so do you, do me do yeah like, you got to do that? you because it's like you and you know that's like the simplified version. <laughs> do you do you? Yeah, no, I mean that's it's got to be that because also it's like pursuing a career that's maybe in the public. You know, I don't want to have to hide 
I don't want to have to hide. I'd rather be able right. to feel comfortable in my own skin if it ever got to a place where that was actually a thing versus me and my cat in my 200-square-foot apartment, you know, if it ever were, <laughs> you know, like more of an audience, then I would, you know, want to be able to be who I am. Yeah, I think we try to do the same thing um, with the exception of me advertising the podcast on Facebook because my grandmother is on there and I don't really want her to know that I'm talking about uh, <laughs> what was something wild I said a couple of episodes ago. Something. About, anyways, I just I just don't need her to see that. Um, but outside, of that, I mean, the podcast has been growing exponentially since we started. Like we started in January, and you know we've got all of these things coming that you know we talked about before the episode that can't can't share with the people yet. Congrats. But yeah, uh, if if it does end up, thank you. And if it does end up going, you know, blowing up and going crazy, I just I don't really know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I know what I'm to going family. to do. What? Well, you'll be fine. Your family isn't like yeah. Not, they're like not really mine. <laughs> my, my mom has already listened to an episode or so. What? Yeah. Um. See, I I told you, if well, I said that I was gonna you know post it on Facebook, and for some reason my Facebook following is like I have a big Facebook following for some reason. I don't do anything but post memes. Cause you're a Facebook bear. That's why. Uh <laughs> no, that's not. Where's the lie? <sighs> yeah, no. Don't make me get my receipts. Uh, there's no receipts. Anyway, whatever. You can trash them. Anyway, old. Oh. But, <laughs> yeah, I posted on Facebook. And my sister saw it. So if my sister saw it, you know, that she was like, oh, look look what Mayfield's doing. Oh, send it over there. So, you know, my mom hit me with a text right after I did that. Like, mm-hmm. a day. She's like, oh, yeah. Great episodes. Very funny. And I'm just like, oh, oh man, God. you probably heard some stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but she don't, I mean, my, I my family's really, really only like my mom, and my sister. My grandma is like, uh, she seems to be pretty cool with the whole thing. Anyway, I mean, if I said some wild stuff, she would just be like, "Well, that that's that's him." Yep. So, talk. My grandmother will like if I post a new profile picture and some thirsty gay says, "Oh, you look hot today," or something like that. My grandmother will be like, "People need to stop being naughty in the comments." I'm like, grandma, <laughs> what are you even doing here? What is happening? No. <laughs> Go eat some pudding. Get out of my comments. <laughs> Go eat some tapioca. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's rude. <laughs> I can't. Well, Facebook definitely is a different medium because I don't post or really tag any of my stuff from Instagram or TikTok into Facebook. And I actually completely stopped using Facebook during the election. I was like, no, we're just not going to oh engage my, in what this. What a good time. Because oh, it's yeah. just so intense on there because it really – Facebook is so many opinions, you know, it's, it's what people are really feeling. Um, and that's great. And it's cool that there's a place for that. But I was like, I don't need to be involved in this process in America right now on this level, because it's impossible to have a real intellectual straight conversation on a comment section. Like, I mean, just myself, like I get too many typos in there because if I'm heated, now I can't get my thoughts straight and I've got typos. And then so whatever does end up coming out sounds ridiculous. And it's like, this is not the place to engage like that. And so I just put it on pause. And part of that is the family. You know, that's where all of my family really is, is in Facebook. And I'm not putting, you know, my, you know, partially clothed, you know, photos into my Facebook story. Like that's just right. not where they go. Um, and that's fine. Facebook can be what it is. I did start using it again now that, um, we have a normal president and, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I did, Uh, I did start using it again because it feels like, okay, like this isn't quite as toxic of a space as it was before, even though it's not all the way better by any means. Um, Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel quite as intense. Like the, the, the stakes seem a little bit lower. Um, and, uh, yeah, but it's just, that's a completely different. Facebook is a completely different thing versus because I think it's also hard to promote. Like Facebook, you can promote to your audience, but growing Facebook, I don't really yeah. know what that means. You know, I don't I really mean, quite I know what that get means. It. I don't get it at all. And like, I've ran like other things through Facebook, but I really feel like it's just, oh, are you following a bunch of people? Cool. Now those people know about it. Yeah, and that's like it. Yeah. There's your growth. Like that's it. I mean, I I constantly have always thought like maybe I'm just gonna, you know, trim my Facebook. Like it's just gonna be the people that I really know, and then it's just like actual life updates. You know, like more on a more personal level. I've never gone back and done that, but you know, it's something I've thought that maybe that's what this really does need to be is more of a personal 
medium right. versus, you know, a group thing for everybody to just come into? What well, I've messed up and like maybe like two years ago, I either added some random bear dude or uh just posted some picture and I, I maybe I accidentally didn't make it public or I made it like uh like everybody could see it. Mm. I don't even know. But I know for an entire month and like no exaggeration, like at least fifty plus friend requests a day. Like constant you were getting friend those. requests. Yeah, I, I that was happened getting those. to me too. I don't know what that was, was. Like, I was like, "What?" Yeah, exactly. And I was like, so confused. I was like, "Listen, there's no." And these people are real, though. Like, you are know, they real? Me. That's the question. I was yeah. like, they look real. I had the same thing happen for like several weeks, where it was like I was just getting inundated with friend requests, and I was like, "What's happening?" Right. Did you figure like, it out? No, I it ne I never figured it out. It baffled me. I was like sitting here, like, okay. You're real. You're real. And just accepting them because screw it. You know, at that I point, I was like, and then I stopped because I was yeah. afraid. I was like, I don't know what's going on? This is a virus. I'm stopping. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I was so confused because I had never gotten like that many ever and that much attention on Facebook ever. But a lot of them are real. You know, what I had to do, though, to be honest, is like I said last year, I was like, all right, at the end of the, at, at 2021, I'm going to trim some stuff. Because there's too much crazy political stuff that is terrible that I don't even know who you are. So I did that, and they were all real people. Like, all of them real. So I don't. I guess I just, I don't know. Algorithm just worked? I don't even know. <laughs> but I don't know. I, Facebook's, I don't like Facebook. I kind of hate Facebook, <laughs> to be quite honest. I hate Facebook, and I'm not really about it. Yeah, I'm more of a Twitter gay myself. Um, but I became yeah. a Twitter gay. I became someone who likes using Twitter a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, wait, mm -hmm. what's that? Mm, what's that? Mm, for? I I just I'm gonna sip my water on that one. What do you mean? What? Yeah. What? Why? What did yeah. I do? <laughs> What's wrong? I, I just I have my receipts about my Twitter. There's no receipts on my Twitter. Yeah, exactly, because you take them down. I so that's why we <laughs> screenshot them out. Well, because I I see I wanted to make a Twitter for my like photography. Like I I was like I want to make a Twitter for all this male photography portrait stuff that I do, and I wanted that was the plan. And what I realized is that um, people just want real people on their feed. They don't want, like, you know, like, just someone promoting stuff all the time. They want real people. So I started just normally talking on it, and there you go. I was like, all right, I'll post the selfies, too. You know, hmm. I'll thirst a little bit. Why not? A little. Yeah, just a little bit. Not a lot. It's oh, like 10% okay. thirst. Just enough. Interesting. Just enough. J mm. Yeah, just a, ta just a taste. Mm. Oh, okay. That's a large just gulp. A taste. Anyways. Um... <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> uh no, but in all seriousness, Evan, uh, Mayfield is an incredibly talented photographer Very forever cool. in New York. Like, he has to – you guys definitely have to do a shoot because he's, he's fucking amazing. That would be awesome. Um, Anytime. He keeps trying to get me – convince me to go to New York, and I'm like, I – Let's – New York – I like New York. You've been. You've been here before. I've been there, like, four times. Oh, you love it. times. Yeah, I think – I like it a lot. My grandma lives in New York, but she lives, like – I don't even ask me where. I'd have to like look at my phone and look at the GPS, but it's not in the city. I had to like get on a train and drive like thirty minutes okay. out or something. But I like New York a lot. It was I like that it's more. I mean, we're in Virginia, and Virginia is not. I don't know. It's not as at least I'm in Virginia, so it's not very culturally different at all. Where New York was like this huge blend of like all these different types of people, the whole world. Like, Whoa, the whole world. Yeah, and I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I'm about it. No, I need it at this point because it's like I don't I, – when I moved here, that was the biggest thing that was different. Even from L.A. was like, oh, wow, everybody's here. Yeah. Like we're all here. And I love going outside, and it's like it does feel like everybody's like really doing this together. I love that that vibe that it gives. Like it's impossible for me to think of living anywhere else. I had – my siblings lived with me um, here in the city over like a seven-year span. I have five younger brothers. And they would like come visit for a summer and then they wouldn't leave. And then I ended up with like <laughs> three of them at the same time. It was very cool. But they did come 
And I kind of hoped that maybe one of them would attach to the city with me, and they've all moved home now, married, babies. And um, they want, you know, my family wants me to move home. And I'm like, I just can't see myself doing that now after the amount of energy and like, the visual that I have living here is something I'm so grateful for. It's like when I'm making, when I'm making, when I'm, you know, forming my opinion on anything, it's like, I can really see an example of like what that is in front of me across the board. You know, like it, I love the large viewpoint that New York city gives me that I, I just can't imagine living in a smaller one. It's, it's different. It's, it's, it would be hard for me to move back to my, I think my hometown's 45,000. I think it would be really, really difficult to live in a, a small space like that now. New York's just incredible. Plus, I mean, in theory, there's always stuff to do. COVID, it's been not yeah. that, but, you know, which gave me really, it gave me pause. Like, why am I here? What am I doing here? Because, like, all the things that usually make New York, you know, New York's draw, like what brings people here don't really exist right now. And do I want to stay? And almost all of my friends moved away. Almost oh, wow. all of them left. Um, and it was like, really kind like, of a tough question to be like, well, why am I staying here? Like, is this really what I want? And then watching their experience while they live with their families for a long period of time, I was like, I made the right decision. I definitely did the right thing. That looks awful. Uh, I couldn't do that. I couldn't, you know, I just couldn't live with my parents again. I just, I wouldn't be able to do that. Not where I'm at today, but you know, everyone's got their own journey. So I just love yeah, the city too I, much. I feel the same way about Vegas and maybe people tell you like, I've wanted to live in Vegas since I was 17 and literally like Halloween last year in the middle of the panty, um, <laughs> I dropped everything in Richmond and literally I threw away like 90% of what belonged to me because I shit my car and you can't have anything the in the TV's still the car. in right next to me. Like, oh, the- bitch, I forgot it. I need that TV so bad. <laughs> I missed that TV. You um, have it. But, but literally dropped everything in Richmond and moved to Vegas. Um, and I feel the exact same way as you. Like, kind of, I think I had the opposite where uh, Richmond, or being in Richmond during the pandemic, it was like, oh, I need to get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, I can't. This is not what I want. Um, I had moved every year. So I graduated college in 2018. So I had moved every, I want to say, almost six months. Um to a new job new city every six months since i graduated college like couldn't get settled anywhere and just wasn't happy career-wise personal-wise and vegas was always in the back of my mind and then opportunity finally presented itself and i fucking i'm here oh nice i'm in the desert it's hot as shit um and i i love it like i love the vibe i love how even during a pandemic there's always something to do here most things are open late and i work overnight so i can still live my best life um like what what other city aside from like new york has 24-hour grocery stores like what and i mean it's needed it's needed i'm hungry i'm hungry right now i could be hungry at any time (laughs) and i can't be limited by when i have the option to go get groceries or not i want it available i definitely sleep yeah yeah i sleep during normal business hours literally no, Vegas is cool. Vegas is cool. My best friend, she lives in Vegas. Uh, she she oh! grew up there, and she's got a radio show there called Lifestyles of Love. I can't remember the FM that it's on, but she's been doing that for yes. uh, a, almost a year. It's a really cool show. She's got um, she did like really specific like you know taboo kind of subjects. You know threesomes. Like what are, what what is it when you're in a poly relationship? What is it when you do these things? Oh. Wow. And um, it was it was it's really, really cool. Um, she's did, I think, with the election, I think, and COVID, it did kind of get more inspired into lifestyle, not so much exactly lifestyles of love. Uh, but she does that out there. And she's um, she's loving it. She's absolutely loving it. She's a cool girl. I, I'm supposed to actually come to Vegas in May and go to a wedding <sighs> with her. But I don't know that it's going to happen with the personal training life kind of being new and fresh. Um, taking the time to go do that. I don't know if it's going to come together, but maybe, maybe it will. Well, if you come through, let a brother know. I will. I definitely will. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Absolutely. Mayfield. Mabel, Mayfield and I already, we have to go to the UK. You haven't heard our UK boys episode. There's a, <laughs> there's a, there's an English boy that I've been thirsting over on Twitter. 
Um, he's going to listen to this and be like, oh my god, here he goes. Again. And you're going go to go to the UK to meet him? Absolutely. Mayfield and I are going <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this, yeah, at the absolutely like times 20 for Valentine over there. <laughs> I, first of all, he knew what he signed up for. <laughs> Shout out to JJ. I know you're going to listen to this and fucking eye roll, but you, dog, that's what you signed up for. Oh. <laughs> Um, there was something else I was going to ask you, Evan. It was social media related. Um, oh, 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 did you ever have a MySpace? I did. Um, and I was in the closet for most of MySpace. Uh, I had a background of Jessica Alba. Um, <laughs> and uh, that was kind of my game. That's kind of what I mostly remember from MySpace was that I, I, I was, I did do that. I did do MySpace. Yeah. Um, it was weird to think that it ended. You know, I mean, Justin Timberlake bought it, I guess, and then they tried to make it like a music thing, Ugh. and that was no not. I mean, it, I I didn't understand it. I didn't know what was going on because uh, I logged back into it later to be like, okay, so what what happened to this? You know, and um, it was you know it was kind of cool. It was like when I think of it now, I'm like, it was a website. You had a website. Like this is my little website. This is who I am. You know, versus um a real small, like a, a real direct point of view on like what the platform did. It was more like, here's my profile, you know, and it could be with anything. I mean, I loved, put, you get to pick your song, you change your song each day, yes. you know, you telling the world how you top feeling. Friends. This is what's going on. Top hits, baby, top hits. But yeah, I did have a MySpace. I did. Yeah, Mayfield and I talked about it on, a, we did a, uh, what was our episode? Growing Up. Um, yeah. and that was one of the things we talked about how like that top friends list, like, oh, we took oh, that shit way Oh my too gosh. I there were friendships that were shattered mm -hmm. because of that damn list, dog. I oof. That's drama. Yeah. That was drama. It was <laughs> it was drama. Like you really had to make some choices. You get in a fight with somebody and they will fall. You are no longer in my top friends. <laughs> and you will know this even. because the world is my space right now. I can't. That was crazy. And we had literally nothing better to do. And uh, I guess that was middle school for me. I'm trying to uh, think of when that was. I guess high school? Was it high school? I don't remember. I would say high school. Because I, I didn't school. use it. Did MySpace exist when I was in college? Was I still doing that? I don't think so. I, I, aren't you like 28? I'm 34. So what? I think that maybe... Probably... I'm 31, so... It was probably, oh. uh, I think it was during high school, or high school, I feel like. Because I remember that I was very adamant against not making a MySpace. And I was like, I don't want to make no MySpace. What am I going to do with it? Like, I don't feel like changing my background. I don't want to do all that. Yeah. But I finally made it. And then as soon as I made it, like, <laughs> like a month later, people were like, we're using Facebook now. Yeah. And I was just like, ah. Yeah, Facebook so. was the new MySpace, and then now Instagram and Facebook are the same thing, just different. Which is a little scary to think that there's such a big control over, you know, those two things together, given that they're so yeah. huge. But what I don't understand is how people can think that TikTok would overtake Facebook, or I'm sorry, uh, Instagram, because it's like, I do think that there has to be, they're two different mediums. And I, don't, and I think like, to me, Reels is a failure. Like to me, it doesn't work. It I don't I don't interact with Reels, and I'm also a little bitter because I'll put my hits from TikTok into Reels, and they will get ten views. And I'm like, I don't understand. Ooh, wow. I don't understand like what this is. TikTok I think has a better filtering process than Instagram's been able to develop. I think if Instagram were able to develop a real way to get small creators out there i think that it would be better it seems to me like in reels it's still really just the most famous videos the video the most famous influencers that go through the thread versus like somebody who has two likes right now you know because on tiktok i run into videos all the time two likes no likes this is the first time probably somebody's even seen this and it's in my fyp where in the instagram reels it's all hits you know it's all people with huge videos. And I think if they could balance that, because that's why I became such a fan of TikTok was that anybody can make their mark. And it's also way more diverse in TikTok 
than it is on Instagram. You know, people from all walks of life can grow a following on TikTok. And I think that's mm -hmm. really, really cool. Where Instagram, it's really just a, you know, visual, an upfront visual, which I think if they could figure that out, I think it could, you know, be more of a threat to TikTok. But otherwise, I think TikTok stands on its own because it's just too accessible. It's just so accessible for people to pursue, mm -hmm. you know. I agree. You got to be creative. You got to be creative. But it does um, it does open it up, I think, a little bit more than Instagram does. I'm about to dance on TikTok. Mm -hmm. I, you better that shake is what a little conversation has basically told me. Mm-hmm. Dance it um, out. What's that? What's that song you like by that one city girl? Um, oh J no! Line, the JT. <laughs> Go ahead. That song. That sound is right there, dog. I got you. <laughs> I will send it over to you. <laughs> oh no! Every TikTok that uses that sound is very fucking crazy. By the way, I, <laughs> I. Oh god. That's the I want to be. That shit. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I love yes. that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that one. <laughs> Oh God, I'm sorry, Evan. Yeah, this is literally us. Like, even when we aren't recording the podcast, this is literally how we talk to each other. So just... yeah, exactly. It's crazy. <laughs> well, it's good you guys put it on a podcast because it's a good rhythm. So good for you guys. Oh, thank you. Wait, appreciate so, wait, that. Do you want to go into the, the thing? Uh, yeah, we can do the thing. Oh, you we get the the thing. <laughs> you can get it judged, right? You can get it judged. <laughs> you get your voice judged real quick. Oh my fucking god! Just oh, nice self conscious about it. Anyway, um... shut up. Closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. What was that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. The appropriate so, reaction. <laughs> at the end of all of our episodes, we have a segment called "Closing Thoughts with Mayfield." Okay. And neither of us have an audio editing background, so I spent four hours trying to figure that shit out, and that's the best we can come up with. Beautiful. So, <laughs> Beautiful. Transcendent. I, Transcendent. Iconic. <laughs> Sensational. I mean, I can, I can, I can sing on it too. We can do like a duo thing. There you go. Not me. I'll pass. <laughs> I think I'm gonna pass, even though I just suggested. It. So that's crazy. I can't. Um, Mayfield, what are your closing thoughts with Mayfield? Closing on... thoughts about social media? Yes. I have none. No, actually, no. Real talk. My closing thoughts is that I'm straight up. Like, I'm not. I am going to dance on TikTok. It's done. Convinced. There we go. Convinced them to get on their yeah. TikTok. No, I don't. That's not. It's probably. Who knows what will happen there? Uh, we know what will happen. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't. Social media. I don't know. I find I find social media very interesting. Um, Because I am very social in person. But I'm not really that social on social media. So... <laughs> We're I'm not social on either. So. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> while true, <laughs> ish. Ah, uh, God. See, this no, my is... Snapchat is wild. My Snapchat is actually out of pocket. Um, see, yeah, that's what I'm. See, you have that. I don't have. I don't. I don't use a Snapchat. That's for nasty stuff. <laughs> I don't be doing oh, nasty whoa. things. I didn't say I was doing nasty things. Uh, just, a little that's nasty. That's crazy. A little nasty. L just, just dirty. Oh. Just a little dirty. I plead the fifth. Like, you can wear the same shirt twice because you didn't get any stains on it dirty. It's probably a Snapchat. <laughs> I have never felt so attacked before <laughs> in my entire homosexual you know what? life. That's actually my closing thoughts right there. There you That's go. That's crazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Evan, do you, do, you, do you have any closing thoughts on social media? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I mean, get nasty if you need to, I guess that's it. You know, like, oh, yeah, let, you know, put yourself out there. Don't be afraid. Courage, you know, just be oh yourself. My that's my closing thought. <laughs> oh, God, oh, Lord. oh, God. Um, <laughs> I, I guess my closing thoughts are, um, uh, have fun with social media, I guess. Like, it doesn't always have to be. Um, if if you feel like you're getting burnt out on social media and you're not having fun with it, just take a break. That that's that's mm -hmm. my closing thoughts. Like, the, you you don't understand how much of a benefit that will be to you to just like kind of step away from it and then come back and then you can see the same toxic shit that you were laughing at before. <laughs> <laughs> right back in it. 
right back in this shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, but that's pretty much it for this episode, guys. Um, oh, um, Evan, did you want to shout out any of your social media pages or anything like that? Uh, yeah, you can follow me anywhere, Evan Inslow. Uh, E-N-S-L-O-W. Uh, just look that up on any of them. That's where you'll find me, Evan Inslow. Yes. Yes. Um, and thank you again so much for coming. You were yes. phenomenal uh, with us. We'll definitely have to have you back on a future episode. Thank you sure. so much for asking me. I really appreciate it. This was a lot of fun, guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, so if you guys want to um, check us out on any of our social media pages, that'll be uh, Two Gays, One Topic. So that's the number two, G-A-Y-S, the, the number one, T-O-P-I-C.